0: No Scotty, no Pippin, no Michael, no Jordan, no Boo. No Boo.
1: What's happening, people? We are back. Sorry we, weren't, we didn't do an episode last week because my guest went down and was really ill. So good to know he's doing better now. He's feeling all right. So uh, we're going to rearrange that one and hopefully he will be on in the next few weeks. That will be good to have him back on. Today we have got... <laughs> he's a Brooklyn Nets fan, which is perfect timing, really. Really. I did say I'll try not to gloat too much. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to this one. uh, You know, he's not probably seen too many balls games. But again, just a bit of a chat, basketball chat. Be like two mates catching up. And as always, just get involved in the comments on YouTube. As I always say, we're about 30 seconds behind on a delay. So just bear with us. I will see them. If you want to get involved, then please do. Right, without further ado... Let's introduce him and bring him on. He is Mr. Hooping and Looting, Elliot Wade. How you doing, brother?
0: I'm good, pal. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really
1: good, man. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you taking the time and helping us out.
0: Pleasure. Always is. If good you're, timing, too.
1: If you're on the audio and you're not watching it on YouTube, the Ellie has got on an awesome jersey. It's, it's actually my favourite jersey of all time.
0: I assumed I was going to get a lot of stick tonight so I wore it just because it's the ultimate Bulls jersey
1: it is the authentic
0: champion and you don't have it
1: so it is the black with red pinstripes Michael Jordan yeah champion authentic and Eddie's right I don't have that I do have the Mitchell and Ness authentic in that same design but yeah it's not really the
0: same Yes, but one of the all-time, one of the all-time jerseys, though, isn't it? It's, it's one well, which every badge should have in their collection. It's my favourite
1: of all time. I've got a Rodman Swingman Mitchell and Ness, and I, yeah, I treated myself last year to the authentic Jordan. In fact, Sam Blake, he recently got the. It turned up last week, I think, and he was messaging me saying, "Oh my god, it is amazing! You were right, but you're, you're too scared to wear it." It's like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, sorry, straight. You're right because I've got yeah. You know, it it's even worse. I've got with my gamers. You see them and you want to wear them, but you like, I just can't do it. I just I've can't got, do
1: it. I've got so many jerseys in the cupboard that have just
0: never been worn, and it, I don't know if I ever will. <laughs> it's exactly the same. I was having like, like a look through the other day of just all the personals, and I've got MJ. I've got an MJ collection. I've got a LeBron collection. I've got a Kobe collection, and then there's all the Nets. And I was just like, I'm. Even if I wanted to, I don't have the time to wear all of
1: these. <laughs> I think for me, when I wear them, I like put them on for like, if I'm watching a game or whatever, I'll put them on for like a couple of hours and then take them off. So I haven't got to wash them because <laughs> I don't want to waste any <laughs> washes on them in case they start to deteriorate.
0: <laughs> well, I'm all right. Cause if they shrink in the wash, they'll probably go to my size. <laughs>
1: Oh, and that's an awesome jersey, though. And uh, yeah, respect for wearing that on it. Well, respect for coming on, man. After what happened uh, Saturday night, yeah, not great, was it? The game wasn't great as a whole. The nets weren't great. We weren't particularly great, to be truthful. It wasn't. It wasn't the best game. But like I always say, give me seventy-two ugly wins over pretty defeat. Yeah, I
0: think. Um, I think most. Teams' games will have the same opinion against the Nets this year or so far, which is it's not great. But that's because we're still very much in a working out period. uh, So I'm the flip side of everyone being concerned about not how not great is. We're not playing good basketball, no. But we're top of the East. We're winning games. Everything was leveled at us last year that we couldn't defend. We lose against. We lose the games we should win. We're not doing that, which suggests to me. They fix some of the problems from last year. And the other parts will come as the players get more. We, we find out our proper rotations. We get players back from injuries. So a lot of teams are finding that. But we're kind of making teams play at a bad level too, which is kind of a skill in, in sport. Is to When you're not playing well, it's a skill to bring other teams level down. And we've seen how your lot are flying. But again, it still brought it down. A level that game shouldn't really have been as close as it was, but that's a positive from our side.
1: You've only got to look back to the Houston Rockets game that we lost. That was a that was something su- you've just summed up exactly what happened really, and we lost to the Pacers before. But it, in fairness, the Pacers one didn't come as a shock to me because it was the second night of a back to back. We had had a brutal, brutal schedule out on the West Coast and everything else, and. The November November for the Bulls. How we got away with the wins we did, to be honest, I have no idea. We lost the games that were nailed on wins and we won the rest, basically. But that that Houston one, there was kind of no excuse for that. The Pacers one, fair enough. You know, it's going to happen. They look gassed. The whole team look absolutely gassed. And that, that is understandable. It's crazy what these guys have to do. I know they make millions and millions, but even so, they're still only human. You know, you can't just find energy. You can't buy energy with their money. It doesn't work like that. But the 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 Rockets one, man, I I mean you probably didn't see it. I wouldn't I I'm certainly not gonna watch it back, but the, the Bulls Rockets game was an absolute
0: shocker. I I got your radio silence, so I assumed it wasn't great. Mate. But I'm glad you admitted I'm glad you said there that you can't really judge games on the second of a back to back. Not always. I, I... Not always. Not always, <laughs> but on, on
1: some occasions you can. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, You've
0: just given my excuse for me, so <laughs> listen
1: It's like I always say to people in the group chat in the, in the fans' group chat, like don't use my analogies against me. they only work in my favor.
0: right, So when you're trying to use my pictures, yeah have my sayings <laughs>
1: <laughs> if anyone if anyone didn't see it on the socials, so Elliot was he's got a graphic that he's got, which is uh, fifty cent, and it's Nets by Fiddy. Uh, made
0: by made by a Bulls fan. Can I add?
1: Who made it? Dean G.
0: made that. Did he? It was nothing to do with me. It was purely his idea.
1: Okay, well done, G. Shaq. You're 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 helping out the enemy here, G. Come on, man. Uh, anyway, I, so Elliot always accuses me of stealing his jokes in the group chat, and uh, I I remembered his graphic, so it was next by Fiddy, uh, presented by Elliot Elliot Wade. So I got hold of it, mixed it up a bit, and put Balls by Fiddy presented by me. And I had the same pose picture that Ellie had, And I put it on the group, on our NBA UK fans group, just before I posted it. <laughs> I said, you know how Ellie likes to accuse me of stealing all his
0: jokes? when well, now I'm nicking his graphic. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know that. Like, Do you know what, though? Genuinely, that's why I love the takes that I have. Because it means that I can really, really laugh when I get all the shit thrown back at me because it doesn't get to me, which is even better because sometimes it really, really gets to fans that they can't get to me (laughs) they get business of sent to me it's like I said to you, like I don't mind losing to the Bulls if I lose to the Pacers then (laughs) then I just won't speak for a week (laughs) (laughs) because they're just the most irrelevant thing (laughs) if I lose there I don't mind losing to the balls because i bigged up the balls at the start of the season. And especially when you came on Shirts and Giggles was just after the uh, all last season's trades. When I've said about players that you picked up, which in a while will start to come good, especially about Vucevic, even though he's a dickhead, because whenever we play Vucevic, we lose, even when he's playing for Orlando Magic. We just lose whenever we play Vucevic, so I don't mind losing to the Bulls. I didn't realise
1: that was where your hate come from, Vuce. I thought it was the whole English thing in the Euros. Oh no, feet. no,
0: I was way before that. I've been calling Vucevic a dick for years just because oh, okay. we lose when we play him. And oh, and right. then I get Garrett piping up.
1: Garrett loves him still.
0: He's just like a little little rat, like chewing away at my ear. Like we won a game, we won a game. I, was like, I don't care, Garrett. <laughs> 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 So it's like that Jackson from the Departed, gift,
1: like. so so right. Let's let's do a hypothetical here, right? The Brooklyn Nets are playing the Knicks Ooh. and the Pacers on a back-to-back. You're going to go one and one. Which game are you winning? If you get to choose,
0: probably the Pacers. Oh man, really? Because because rivalries are good for sport. And at the moment, there's no rivalry between the Knicks and the Nets. So it would be really, really good if they beat us because it would create a rivalry again. At the moment, they're just loud and they've got more than 14 fans, which apparently is, makes them really good. So it'd be nice for them to win a game and actually talk about basketball, not ping pong and crap like that. Ping pong? oh man i mean
1: listen i'm not i'm not shocked with with how the knicks are doing this season like i gave them all credit last year yeah they had a great season finished fourth brilliant fair play like i definitely didn't see that coming on old man's up and credit to them for that but i'm not surprised they've dropped off a cliff like I'm really not. And I'm not just saying that because I love to hate on the Knicks and to wind Martin up, but I'm genuinely not surprised that the Knicks aren't very good at the moment.
0: It's very, very easy for me to put them down just because I'm a fan. But if you take all of that out and you just look at their roster, then you're right. It's not overly surprising. And I don't mean that with any disrespect, but you look at their roster and think... That's probably a 500 team. At best. Yeah. And, and I don't think that's being disrespectful because that's still not a terrible record. No. But it's not... You look at that roster and it's not a team which you'd say, right, they're going to cause problems for people here. I mean, if it wasn't for D-Rose, they'd be really, really near the bottom of the table at the moment. Yeah. Um, they, they. For me... They just don't have anyone that jumps out. I mean, you can even look at teams which are really, really struggling, and players jump out. I mean, even if we're going Rockets, you can look at people like Christian Wood and go, "Well, there's deeper." Pelicans, yeah. you yeah. can look at Brandon Ingram. I know Zion's out, but you can look at Brandon Ingram. Do you know what I mean? Teams which are near the bottom, there's still something there. You think, "Well, maybe something could click." Whereas the Knicks, you've got you've got Randall, who at the moment just Looks like he's not interested in, unless it's a Nets game, which is bizarre to well,
1: me. Uh, to be fair, he, he does play pretty well against us as well, in fairness. Um, that was one of the things Martin did say when we beat them. They We played them three times. They beat us first time in Chicago by one point. We then beat them. Again, it was a close game. I think it was by three, maybe. I can't remember. And Randall played well in that game. And Martin did say to me, well, one positive is... Ran- you've made Randall find himself again. And then, of course, I don't think he's done, done much since then.
0: Yeah, and that kind of sums up what I'm saying, the 500 team, doesn't it? Not, okay, he's not performing. At, he's not an all-star level. He's well, Mr. Inconsistent, which doesn't get you much in this game. It
1: started in the playoffs, didn't it? He was brilliant all last season. And then as soon as they got to the playoffs, that was it. And he's not really, I don't think, been the, well, not consistently anyway since. But everyone was telling me, look, Certain people who I won't name, but I've got the receipts. And I'm not just talking about Martin, because I don't blame Martin. He's backing his boy. Like That's what we do as fans, like fair play. But there was one person in particular, there were many, but there was one in particular who I'm not going to name that was telling me that he would rather have Julius Randall than Vucevic. And that was after the playoffs. I
0: would love Vucevic to come to the Nets. I would absolutely love it. He wouldn't have to play a game. It would just mean that I could watch games where... We're playing against him. I can't watch a game when he's playing because I just, not, you know, I say we're going to win every game by 50 points and then I see bit standing there and I'm like.
1: But he's a very, <laughs> very good player and that's why you he's, think he's, he's
0: that. He's an incredible player, but it <laughs> still just gets to me.
1: The mad thing about the ball season, right? Obviously, we're second in the East at the moment. I'll be honest, like, I love winding people up in our group chat and stuff, but the reality is, mate, I did not think for one second and I know we're only like what we're probably not even a quarter way through the season are we but I didn't expect to be here now especially after like I say that November schedule was brutal and to think we're doing that without Patrick Williams who's our starting power forward and Vucevic was he just couldn't couldn't score to start the season then he was out with Covid protocol for 10, is it, oh, it was 10, I think it was about two weeks in the end he was out for. Maybe, yeah. maybe just a bit under two weeks. So we didn't have him. We haven't had Kobe because he was injured coming off the bench. who's was massively, massive for us off the bench.
0: Don't you dare mention the fifth person which you're going to try, which you did in the group chat.
1: <laughs> Absolutely I am, yes.
0: Because he missed because the majority every, of the game against single, you. Every single team... Can pick a player that's missed half a game.
1: No, no, no. It's a, more than half a game. Problems. Listen, if you had said to me, right, we're going to be without, without... saying
0: Williams, Caruso. You listen. Had him,
1: listen you missed
0: a half a game. It was
1: more than half a game. If you had said to me, we're going to play the Brooklyn Nets, right, we're not going to have Patrick Williams. We're not going to have Kobe White. We're not going to have Javante Green, who's been phenomenal for us. And Alex Caruso is only going to play the first quarter. I'll be
0: like, oh, well, that's an L. That's a big L. All right, so by that logic, because of Alex Caruso's horrendous amount of time that he's missed, he's automatically out of the running for sixth player of the year, by your own admission, because you can't have a player going for sixth uh, sixth man of the year that's missed so much time. So you either pick one or the other. You You either can't say for the rest of the year, Caruso sixth man of the year, or you can't use the excuse that you've had to play without him. No, so no, I... no.
1: No, so you've mistaken my my point. Was I was purely talking about the Nets game, which Caruso missed like three quarters of it. He's only missed a game in three quarters so far this season. <laughs> 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 I'll give you that. I'll but I'm,
0: you that. I, I, I t- I tell you, the reason why I'm not surprised. Uh, look, I'll change that. I'm a little bit surprised they're as high as they are. But I could see it, especially at the start of the season when a lot of teams have had little changes, which is the better teams, which are going to have to adjust to. But I said with Balls, along with uh, Wizards at the start of the season, that there's the potential there for them to do very well because of the players they've signed, which are likely to have a chip on their shoulder and a lot to prove. So players like Lonzo Ball, who is an incredible player for me. Last last season, one of my picks who I really wanted to watch and keep an eye on was the Pelicans, because I thought they had an incredible roster and completely underperformed. But I think Lonzo Ball was a victim of LeBron James. I can see why he was traded to get LeBron James in, or sort of AD, whichever yeah, way it was. Yeah. But he's an incredible player, young with a lot to prove. Caruso, again, being a victim of the Lakers, should have really let him go. So you've got players there. And the reason why I compared it to the Wizards is people like Dinwiddie um, and Kuzma. Kuzma is relevant because he's also part of the ball, um, yep. Caruso and Lonside Ball. <clears throat> so um, there's too many balls here. The ball's ball, ball. <laughs> so, part of the Lakers Lakers with, uh,
1: casualty um, list.
0: With a lot of potential, which have probably thought, hang on a minute, I've been a bit mistreated here through no fault of my own. Um, kind of a victim of the big name mentality of teams trying to get a big three, a big two, and they've kind of been ushered aside. So these guys with the mentality they'll have, even to reach the NBA, these guys have grown up with a mentality that I am the best player in the world. It's why you'll never see me criticise people. People love to level it at Ben Simmons for him saying how good he is. Every single basketball player that has made it to the NBA will believe that they are the best player in the world if they didn't believe that they wouldn't be in the nba it's that hard to get into that, they wouldn't have it so these guys being as young as they are too there would be a bit of bit of arrogance their pride would have been hurt um, and arrogance in a good way i don't mean that in a detrimental way that they're going to come out firing so it's not surprising when you add in people like vucevic it's not surprising for me that the Bulls are, 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 are doing that. It's surprising they're as high as they are, but not that they're winning games.
1: I get what you're saying with the players. Their mentality has to be that. I think to, to, for them all to believe they're the best player in the world might be a bit of a stretch, but I get what you're saying.
0: Or, or believe they could be the best player in the world. Sorry, not yeah. to say that uh, currently. But no, yeah, season,
1: I, them, I get what you mean. I mean. Yeah, I absolutely, I get what you mean. But... And, and the arrogance thing, I say it about all the top sports people in the world. Every top-level athlete in the world has a bit of arrogance about them. They might be the nicest person in the world, but they deep down they have a bit of arrogance about them. Because like, like exactly like you just said, if they didn't, they ain't making it to the top.
0: Yeah, it's that arrogance and that little bit of nastiness too, which you saw come out in LeBron James a few weeks ago. Yeah. Most top players, and I mean in the complete upper echelons here, will have that streak of narcissism. And that, that's across the board in all sport. It's because of that single-mindedness that they get to where they are. Yeah, And you have to
1: be. 100%. I do agree with that 100%. But yeah, it's, it's crazy to me that we touched on it last pod and probably the pod before that Caruso done the uh, podcast with JJ Reddick and he was saying that he even went back to the Lakers after the Bulls had offered him. went back to the Lakers. He asked for less than the Bulls were going to give him because he wanted to stay there. And they still didn't pick him up. And it's. I mean, we had David Sago on a couple of. a few weeks back, who's a Lakers fan. And he was saying that they kind of ultimately chose between Caruso and uh, Horton. Horton? Horton Tucker. Yeah. Horton Tucker.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know what well, I mean. It's. it's... I I haven't seen enough of Horton Sucker tonight, but it, it's a strange decision for me because of because Caruso's also a fan favourite. Mm. So in a bulls spaz, we will attend to this. When back offices take risks with fan favourites, it can backfire very quickly if it doesn't pay off. Who are we talking about? So just all with the um, Jerry. And... Oh yeah, yeah. Do
1: you
0: know what I mean with how they did with players. When when the back office makes decisions, which affects players that fans really adore, it can turn sour very very quickly. Oh
1: yeah, hundred percent. I mean our our previous front office they were just terrible at everything. But I don't think many are questioning our current front office. That I mean, if they are, I mean I don't know what to tell them because what they've done in the what eighteen months or whatever it is that they've been in in charge is is really amazing. It, honestly, like that that Vooch pickup, you you even you said that last year. It was a great pickup, and and that was what led really to to the DeRozan pickup. It was you know Vooch and DeRozan basically Vooch got DeRozan in. He recruited him. So that I was chuffed, and I know a lot of people. I know you weren't, when I say a lot of people. You weren't one of them. To be fair, credit to you. But so many people were saying the DeRozan pickup's a bad one. He's passed it. They're overpaying him. This, that, and whatever. And he's probably playing better than he's ever played. Like, even when he was in Toronto, I think he's playing better now with the balls than he
0: was ever. It's, it's interesting because there's similarities with um, Lamarcus Aldridge. I, I feel for Spurs fans a bit when you see the players which <laughs> are in the league now, which are no longer at the Spurs. Um, but yeah, people said the same with Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, the eyes, he's gone past it. People said the same with My Blake. Um, I know he's out of rotation at the moment, but you know, I think it's washed. What's the point of getting him? It's just because it's a name and won't do anything. And it, it, people forget that these people know what they're they're doing. They're not just going, you know, <laughs> you're not going to get employed by the Chicago Bulls and they go right. I'm going to play. I'm going to play 2K 2012 and see who's got the highest rating on them and just sign them because they are. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Some people react as if these, as if general managers and stuff just don't watch any basketball, which is bizarre.
1: Uh, mate, you're talking about LaMarcus Aldridge. I actually wanted to take him. When he said he was possibly coming back, I was all for the balls picking him up. And there was a lot of... And I get it. I get the, the reasoning, but a lot of fans didn't want to take the risk. But um, I, I definitely would have
0: taken the risk with him. It's just an incredible player to watch because I'm not going to lie, I didn't know. You see him. It's, it's always the same when a, when a new player comes to your team, you see a lot more that you'd never noticed before. Oh, of course, so, yeah. Like, wow. Like, like he's just effortless. He's like uh, He doesn't look like he can run. No. He doesn't look like he can move, and he's just <laughs> his shot looks. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't look right. But it drops. And it's automatic. It's incredible. Yeah. And Patty Mills coming there too. Another Spurs. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, another Spurs. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Again, you another think good like, play. You've got
0: DeRozan, um, Aldridge, Patty Mills, Kawhi. <laughs> you just like, what have they done?
1: Yeah. It does, wow. When you put it like that, it does make you wonder, doesn't it? it but to be hard. fair to
0: them, they had... 18 years of this millennium of just being in the playoffs every time Dominant. which is the complete polar opposite to the Chicago Bulls
1: yeah well I know I'd want to be right now so
0: <laughs> how far do you go what's the aim then
1: I'm, um, um, mate I, I like to wind people up in the group as you know but deep down I am a realist and I said I said at the start of the season we would be a fourth to sixth seed I didn't think fourth was unrealistic and I still don't I'm not don't get me wrong. I am not pinning my hopes on being a home court advantage because there's so long to go. There's so, so who, long to go.
0: Who else gets above you then? I, at, the mo- the at the moment, a- sorry. I think you can say the Bucks and the Nets. Well, well they
1: were the. To, to me, it was at the start of the season. I said it would be Nets and Bucks would run away. They would be in their own little category at the top. Then. There's probably five or six teams that will compete, balls being one of them, and then there's the bottom end. That was what I thought. Right now, I don't know, other than the Nets and probably the Bucks. The Bucks will get it together. Yeah, that,
0: I mean, they're on a the big streak now, aren't they? The yeah.
1: So that, that's going to be a thing. I don't know. I don't think the Celtics are going to figure it out anytime soon. I'm not sure about the Sixers. The Sixers can, the Sixers could pull it together. They certainly did when they played us. Um, wash, mate, Wash. I, don't, I can't see Washington keeping up this pace, but I, maybe they will. They've got some good players, and they're playing really well. From what I've I'm not, I watch Bulls games. I don't watch all the all the games like some of these crazy people do, but I've seen clips of the Wizards. And some of the basketball they're playing is unbelievable. Uh, I don't know, man. I I, I, I hope but that, get that four.
0: but that's why I said it, as I don't think. Sorry, I think the Bulls now, with the start they've had, should be aiming to finish in the top four because there's only the Bucks and the Nets. Or, or no, sorry, the Bucks and the Nets are going to finish in the top two. Hmm. The Bulls at the moment are the team that's stand with them. The Celtics and the 76ers will go on a big run because they have Jason Tatum and Joel Embiid that at some point they will go on a run. However, however, no one knows when that's going to be and it's not going to be an extended run. I don't see any reason with the roster the Bulls have got, with the experience that the Bulls have got, that they should be aiming they should be aiming for third and fourth seed. There's no reason why they shouldn't have a home court advantage.
1: There is a team that I did completely forget about. Uh, Dan Healy will be cursing me, Miami Heat.
0: Right. I, I did play the Heat before that, but yeah.
1: Miami Heat—they—they <laughs> they could easily jump jump us, I think. So, but I, I don't know if anyone else will. So that's why uh, I'm trying to be like positive. I'm a positive person, but I'm also trying to be a realist. I think we have to—we have to go for home court now. We have to. Yeah especially after the start we've had. But we also can't pin everything on a home call because it could go belly up quick. I mean, it's sports. I would say it's the NBA, but it can happen in any sport. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm, like, I am buzzing, and I say this every week. Like, I go to work, mate, after watching a game, and if I don't watch it live, I get up early in the morning and watch it before work. And I am just, even if I watch it live and I've had, like, four hours sleep, and I'm basically on death's door because I'm the type of person that needs my sleep. I don't do well on no sleep. And I've got an active job and it's really, really tough. I don't know how people do it. But even if I'm so tired, I can still feel myself grinning from ear <laughs> to ear when I'm just thinking about the games, unless it was, of course, one of the ones we lost, which sucks. But even just the position that we're in, the players we've got, the coaching that we've got, we've actually got a coach look, coaches and Jim Boylan, when he was there, was like, we've got Kobe White. We've drafted Kobe White, who's an absolute menace at mid-range. No, you're not allowed to take mid-range shots. They're wasted. You get the other side of the arc and you shoot three-pointers. That wasn't his game. Imagine Jim Boylan telling DeMar DeRozan, you're not allowed to shoot (laughs) mid-rangers. Do you know what I mean? This is just (laughs) proof. This season is proof that there is still so much value in the mid-range shot. Ke- mate, I don't need to tell you, you're, you, you've got Kevin Durant on your team, for Christ's yeah. sake. He's the best that does it, in my opinion. And I think, at the moment, I would say DeRozan is a close second.
0: Yeah, I think, unless you've got a freak like Steph Curry, yeah. unless you've got freak three-point shooters, then you need to have a mid-range game. Because otherwise, you, you, otherwise you're going to have games where you score 140 points. And then three games where you score 80 points because you're just taking three pointers from everything. But you're right. I do want to get your thoughts though and probably the best season Bulls have had for a long time coincides with Laurie Markkinen leaving the Chicago Bulls.
1: My argument with that is Cleveland aren't doing too bad either, are they?
0: That's because I got Jarrett Allen.
1: But No. It's because they signed the finisher. It's because I got
0: Jarrett Allen. But are the Bulls a better team without Laurie Markman? Yes or no?
1: No. The Bulls are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that smile from ear to ear.
1: <laughs> I. We need a power forward, man. <laughs> we ain't got one. We ain't got no debt in that area. <laughs> so you sign him back. W- at what cost?
0: You have to give up one of your starting five now to get Laurie Markham back. So yeah, one of our
1: starting five
0: right now. Yeah. Which... Well, sorry, without injuries, one of your starting five. So name me, name me your teams first. Your best starting five, if okay. all players are available.
1: Well, then I don't know if I can do that. You've put me in a really difficult <laughs> position. Name
0: me your best starting five.
1: The, well, the, the starting five going into the season is, or would have been, Lonzo, obviously. Lonzo at point, Zach at shooting guard, DeMar Rosen, small forward, Patrick so... Williams, power forward, and Vucci at centre. That, that was the starting lineup going into the season before Patrick Williams went out
0: injured. So, do you give one of them up to Laurie Markin? Sorry, because Matt. you just said the balls are a better team with Laurie Markkinen. Sorry, Marker. mate,
1: I'm, I'm losing you. The connection's gone a bit funky. But <laughs> 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 so, Come on,
0: you just said the balls are a better team with Laurie Markkinen, so you've got to give up one of those starting points.
1: I, I think your audio's gone, mate. We can't hear you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's that advert on TV where she's like, oh, she's frozen and the cat walks by? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's basically what's happening here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: you can't, you can't do this to me. Listen, I thought, right, one of the reasons I was so happy that we got Nikola Vucevic. People are going to laugh at me and might even switch off from me saying this, right? I believed in Larry Martin so bad. Vucevic is everything I thought Lowry could be and I know that sounds ridiculous <laughs> but that is how much I believed in him like I, everything Vooch is now every, and I mean everything although his defence has picked up this season Vooch has to be fair but Vooch wasn't really known for his defence and neither has Lowry honestly that was what I expected him to reach that level
0: did you find that you were more and more supportive of him the more and more you realised that he wasn't going to be that player? Yes, because, because I was... Because I was in... when I see next players getting stick from our own fan base, then I will go 400% behind that player. Big up, Timothy luaru Cabarro, <laughs> TLC! TLC, smashing it for the Hawks now, in their starting five. And last year, honestly, the hate that man got for literally playing two minutes a game and people were blaming losses on him when you've got Joe <laughs> Harris, like, Joey Nobucket's taking three shots a game and getting paid £700 million a year. And you've got people going, yeah, that's TLC's fault. You're like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> if a bloke's going to come on for two minutes in a game and expected it to hit five out of five freeze. Um. So I like that. When a player starts getting hit, then I will go 400% and start backing them. And I think you're like that with Laurie Barker. You you know, he's not, you know he's not up there. You know he's not going to be. But you piece to let it go. You always have to pick up the underdog.
1: I still really want him to get there, though. Like, even <laughs> It's
0: even... the same with me with TLC. Now he's on the <laughs> Hawks. I'm checking every morning. Yeah. The Hawks have had a game. I'm straight a box score. Where's TLC? What's he done? Yeah. five, I... five, five rebounds. Big up TLC. This is how
1: my life goes, right? If the balls are playing, I've got to stay off. If I don't watch it live and the balls play, I have to stay off
0: my phone.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I I get up like, if I don't watch it live, I'll get up like two hours before I have to go to work and watch it before I go to work. But I stay off my phone. So I I watch the game not knowing. And then, by the way, remember that Rich Barrett, because twice now he's ruined. I've woken up to a WhatsApp message off of him yesterday morning.
0: Don't get phone calls off him.
1: Nah, he don't call me, nah. You don't, I don't think he loves me
0: as much as you. But he, he, I think he does it because he knows I hate phone calls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost but, as much as voice notes. Oh if you're, yes. a male, if you're a male, don't ever send me a voice note. You're not an ex-girlfriend. It's not two o'clock in the morning. Don't send me voice notes because I won't listen to them. And then you'll get upset that I don't reply.
1: I was just about... I was just about to say, guess he's going to send you a voice note after we recorded. But you just said you're not going to listen to it. So it'd be pointless. <laughs> so Rich Barrett messaged me, Lonzo. <laughs> so you wake up to that, right? That is blatantly Lonzo's It a game winner. Probably, possibly a buzzer beater. But that, so I'm like, oh, for God's sake. So I'm watching the game. And I just kind of knew, well, the balls are going to win because Lonzo Ball's going to do something amazing, even though he was having a shocker shooting, which he has done for the last two games. By the way, have you seen the clip where he shoots that three ball at the end and then he ducks down?
0: Uh, I've seen him shoot a three ball, yeah. Wow.
1: No, against
0: you? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, you blatantly do know. I'm going to retweet <laughs> it in a minute and tag you in there. Imagine having that much confidence when you've been shooting the ball pretty badly for two games. That's that's insane. But that goes back to what you said earlier, doesn't it? About yeah, the they, they do, I
0: don't... don't they? They have players which you don't worry about. But I, I, you're quite lucky that you can say your phone off because I I'm, I'm like you. A lot of the time, I won't watch the game live because after I watched every playoff game live last year and... It took me about four months to recover. I was basically on death's door. Yeah. And I don't even have to go off and do it. I'll, I can work from home and just in, But Imagine imagine, imagine, if
1: imagine, if you got to the finals.
0: Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I can't get away with not looking at my phone in the morning because I have to get on it for work. I have to do oh, it to course. get on the socials and stuff. So there's absolutely no way that I wouldn't see something. So I always know the score. But then I look at it as a positive. I don't want to watch a crap balls game where we lost. <laughs> so I can watch everyone moan about it, see the highlights, and then just go, here, yeah, whatever.
1: Well, going back. So once I've watched a game, the next thing I do is check on the scores. The first score I look for is if they played the Knicks. <laughs> Obviously, me and Martin have got that bet going. So, every Knicks loss is, is another little game towards, to, to me. And then the second thing I look for is the Cleveland games. And Bulls fans are going to hate that because Bulls fans hate <laughs> Cleveland because of LeBron James and everything else. But I do just to check Larry's box score. And it's going back to what you said about TLC. So, yes, <laughs> I absolutely still check his box score.
0: Where you so, said, was funny you say about the scores because... I don't hate them. I've got no ill feeling towards them whatsoever. But the one team, the one team which I can't see us lose against, which I can't accept, is the Celtics. And before games, I get so nervous because their fans are so insufferable. Like, and they don't even realise that they're so insufferable. (laughs) Like, they're just... Honestly, I just can't handle them at all. So, before Knicks games and everything, I was so chill before that. If we're playing the Celtics, I can't handle it because I know that they don't, like, they just say stuff without even realising that they're just being dicks. (laughs) And I know know if we lose that I'm actually going to bite to them. Not much stuff gets to me. You'll know that. (laughs) Nothing really gets to me. But there's always some... Random Celtic person, and and I don't really mean the UK community. Most of them are all right. I mean like the the actual the actual fans, but you know what I mean like the American versions yeah, yeah, of yeah. fans yeah. who are like just <laughs> so oblivious in their own one person world that I'm just going to snap at a random American bloke in Boston. <laughs> 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 but honestly, before the game, I can't handle it, and I'm just like bad. I like but that. I don't know why because I like the Celtics. I genuinely do like them, but I just, I just can't handle it, not at all. It, it's, it can be Butcher. too much. It can be
1: too much. I mean, I think, to be fair, I massively let, especially Martin, but Knicks fans. I didn't really go in on them when we beat them on Thursday. Was it Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. I, I, I was quite calm, but I, I spoke to. They
0: to be fair,
1: they'd had a tough couple of days. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had beat them just before, didn't you? Of course. Yeah, you'd yeah, had a terrible week. So I, I felt a bit bad. And also, we'd we done a spaces thing. I think it was with Rich Barrett done one on the NBA UK fans account. Martin was in there and he was saying that he's, he was going to watch the balls game live. So I was like, brilliant, I'm watching it live. So we can have a bit of backwards and forwards during the game it got to half time and the balls were up like 18 or something or whatever it was. And it got to half time And I was like, I started writing out a massive text and a massive tweet. Sorry. And then I was like, nah, nah, this isn't this over yet. Like I've seen too many balls games to know that this is not over. So I just put it in the draft. But <laughs> then I checked on Martin's Twitter account and he wasn't active. So I'm guessing he didn't watch it live, but. Yeah, I, I refrained don't from me. it, and I thought, you know, he's had a bad week. But so,
0: because I said, <laughs> I said on the next Discord, because <laughs> I don't usually say anything to Knicks fans, but I was getting so many like messages from Knicks fans all game. I was like, I've got no idea why I'm getting so much from here. I was like, because I don't really say anything about the Knicks. I just intentionally spell their team name wrong in every tweet, which really gets to them for some reason. They hate that I take the K off. Um, but I was getting so much so I was just like You better believe that I am going hard But it all changes in the morning When I saw that every single one of them Was blaming the rep
1: Yeah Which is so <laughs> there ironic is
0: nothing, There is nothing Worse than going public With you Blaming the rep for losing it, Do it in your private groups Do it to your team fan groups Don't do it in public because you just proper mugged yourself off. So that just meant a full twenty four hours of Leonardo DiCaprio laughing gifts in reply to every single one that I got because it's the same as I used it to Gerard in the Euros, and they just kept replying, like asking me questions, and I just kept replying with the same gift, and they didn't (laughs) realise. So he even asked me to stop using that gip. I was like, "No, I've got twenty-four hours of it." Sorry, <laughs> so he's just taken that after me retweeting him, and then the balls go and do that.
1: <laughs> it was a it was a tough week for Nixon. I've got all my hands up because I've gone public and not blamed the rest for a defeat. I've never ever done that. I've always said I'm not blaming this for the defeat, but this was a terrible call. And there's been a couple. and one, one of them in particular, I remember, Lonzo had a three-point shot. And it was a perfectly good shot. I think it was against the Rockets, which we shouldn't have even been in that position. So, this is why I say I'm not blaming the refs. But as Lonzo come down, he just lost his balance and went over. And they called it an offensive foul. Yeah, even, I mean, he reviewed it.
0: And it still... It, it, it it's, it, it's a big... but I mean, the thing is, is I said, the reason why... The unofficial rule changes have come in. So I've got no problem whatsoever with the unnatural movements, the unnatural shooting actions whatsoever. But the unofficial rule changes gives an excuse for the referees to make terrible calls and not be accountable for it because they could just hide behind the excuse of we wanted more contact, etc. which then gets to the Knicks versus Nets game. The final foul... Called on James Johnson Which there's, there, there Shouldn't be a single debate It was a clear blatant foul But because Of the inconsistencies In officiating It's now questioning whether that's a foul or not and yeah. You're going to see players getting More and more wound up Because there's no line now Yeah people didn't like it Last year that there was Fouls given Which were quite soft but at least players knew where they stood. They knew what they did would be called a foul. It's a lot more entertaining for us now. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's a lot more fun. But as, a, as players, they must be tearing their hair out because yeah. it's just so inconsistent.
1: This is the trouble, the inconsistency. I don't think anyone would disagree with, like James Harden when he was at Houston. It was just so hard to watch. Because he knew what he was doing every time. And listen, it was effective and fair play to him. like absolutely. Same with Trey Young. You know, I, the changes need to be made, in my opinion. But like you say, it's the inconsistency now, which is a massive problem. I think it's such a hard game to officiate. It's so quick. If you whistle, if you don't whistle at the exact point of contact, what well, the people calling the game say, that was a late whistle. And it might only be a second late, but they'll say, that's a really late whistle. I don't think, well, I know I can officiate in the NBA. It, it must be so, so hard to, to do their job. But some of their calls are inexcusable, especially when that Lonzo one, for example, I keep going back to, was reviewed and they still stood with it. That yeah. was, it was a no call. It wasn't an offensive foul. It wasn't a defensive foul. It was just a
0: no call. Yeah, that grinds me, because that happened in yesterday's game with the, who play, who was it yesterday? It was the Jazz, uh, Jazz and the Cleveland. The Cavs coach, yeah, the Cavs coach called, called Coach's Challenge. It was right at the end of the first half. Jazz player took a three-point shot, and there, there was a foul called on him, shooting foul. He wasn't even in the motion of shooting. It was questionable whether it was even a foul. Went to review, everyone was just assuming it was going to be reversed, and then it's like, yeah, challenge unsuccessful. And it's things like that which infuriate you because they're just, they're just doing it to try and stick with their decision, whereas okay. people are going to be a lot more happy if you go, yeah, it's a hard job. You got it wrong. You at it, it. Fine. If you wrong. hold your hands up and admit you
1: got it wrong, then no one can say anything after that. No one can say anything. You say, yeah, I got it wrong. Overturn it. What's the point of having reviews if they're still going to double down on such shocking decisions? Like, what is the point? I know some... I know some a lot of decisions do get overturned, but now it has to be so blatantly not what they said it was for it to be overturned.
0: Yeah. And I find it, I find it very hard. I'm glad because fourth quarter's take long enough as it is. I'm glad they scrapped the review in every decision. But firstly, before that, They need to scrap the three-minute timeouts, the five-minute timeouts to show all your advertising breaks, because fourth quarters last season took 45 minutes, which makes the game so unwatchable. Is that they should be scrapping that before they're scrapping reviewing plays, because that could cost the game. But I find it bizarre that if you challenge and your challenge is correct, you don't get to challenge another call. No. I just find that utterly, utterly bizarre. Have a challenge. If it's wrong, you lose it, it, fine, you lose it. But you should keep that challenge. That's how it's done in every other sport.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In tennis and everything. Cricket is all the same. Yeah, I 100% agree. It's quite funny you saying about how long the fourth quarters are. I remember when I was watching a game a while back and me and my brother were going out and she was like, how long's left on the game? It's like a Sunday morning or something. I'd get up and I was like, oh, there's only four minutes left.
0: And 20 minutes later, i was still sat there watching it.
1: <laughs> and I,
0: I, I timed the fourth quarter last season uh, in the next game and it was 46 minutes. Wow. 46 minutes for a fourth quarter. Wow, that is... Oh, man. Is... And, and especially when you're trying to get new people into yeah, basketball. That's not going to help. Mean, It's a lot different because generally over here, if you're getting new people into basketball, they're watching highlights because if someone's new, they're not watching a game at two o'clock in the morning to get into basketball. You're watching the game at two o'clock in the morning because you absolutely live and breathe it. So it's fine because that's why League Pass is good because it takes out all of those breaks. But it's just so so hard to back it and say how good it is when, when you're seeing that because it's just so hard. And then if you lose... After, <laughs> imagine getting done on a buzzer beater after forty six minutes. It's four, It's half past four in the morning. You know you're going to be a miserable turd the next day. Probably going to get divorced because you told your wife to talk. That it's just a horrendous <laughs> situation.
1: Oh man! Right, Ellie, we're going to do. I'm not going to do the player thing with you because. I'll be honest. I struggled. I was trying to find nets and balls players, and I did find. I found a few, but you, I don't think you're going to get them, to be honest. But one, one of them was TLC actually. So maybe you would have got that one. <laughs> but I decided... this my
0: favourite gift. Though. The fact some, the fact there's a gift made, where he scores a free pointer. He just looks at the camera as he's walking off, and it's like this is my city. I just post that everywhere. I love TLC. <laughs> Big up TLC.
1: Right, I'm going to jump to, and then I'm going to let you massively plug away, but I'm going to jump to the MeVee guests, the score predictions. So it was one apiece. I got one week right. Uh, I think it was Liam Chapman got the other week right. No one else has got it right so far. I had on Marcus Couch last week from California, and he said 4-0. I said 3-1, and of course it was... One and three, so that was, that was a bad week. So no one got that right. So, Ellie, I'm going to ask you to predict the next three games, which is from now until next Monday. So, Bulls have got Denver Nuggets at home tonight. Then we are going on the road to face the finisher and the Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday. And then on Saturday, we got Miami on the road.
0: Nuggets are probably a bit of form. That's it. They're good matchups. They're three good games. Then, but I'm on your podcast with a Bulls jersey on. Be true to yourself, man. So we are going three and zero to the Bulls with a score differential of plus one hundred and
1: fifty. <laughs> Bulls by fifty. All three games. <laughs>
0: I and that, that reminds me, I did mention it when we were saying about tweets and you got things set up. As soon as I saw that one from you, and there's the private next by 51 of me when it that was after the 2K draft, where I did it in Spain and it was about 36 degrees, oh, yeah. and it's about three hours that I had to be sat there in a pair of pants with a fan on me. <laughs> <laughs> that I just photoshopped me from that over your picture and it's just in the draft ready to send and we didn't win. So I've now got to wait months before I can send it to you. Well, you sent
1: it to me privately. I think you whatsapp me this morning, didn't you?
0: <laughs> I
1: mean, you're probably not going to get a chance to show me that this year or show the people that this year. So you'd have to just sit on that for the foreseeable, I think. All
0: right, we'll just wait to the conference finals when it's Paul and I.
1: So you're admitting you're gonna lose four-0? Oh, that's interesting. So three and O this week and four and and0 in the playoffs. I like it. <laughs> I'm going two and one. An optimistic two and one. Do you know what? Who, who what who are we losing to?
0: Yeah. Miami. No. Not Cavs and Laurie Markham. Because no. the balls are better with Laurie Markin.
1: I really want it. I don't want it to be Miami who we lose to. It, I I would happily take two and one out of those three games, obviously, because you know I'm not an idiot, and that would be a great.
0: Oh, a of, yeah.
1: That would be a great week. I don't want to lose the Miami game. I'd rather lose the Cleveland game. I think, although Bulls fans will completely disagree with me there, because well, maybe they do won't you, because they don't like Miami either. So,
0: do you think there'll be a tribute video? <laughs> Sorry, Mark, there will be in this house. <laughs> Genuinely, will there be a tribute video?
1: In my house, yes. <laughs> See, I was going to get up for the Denver game tonight. The but...
0: highlights of the tribute video would just be you. <laughs> Imagine you. <laughs> you and the Bulls Titan, Sean, in your 742 Laurie Mark. <laughs> 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 oh, Do
1: you know, I mentally prepared myself to get up for the Nuggets game tonight. But I really want to watch that Cleveland. I, I can only really do one live one a week because I, I it kills me otherwise. I might just treat myself to two, mate, and just deal with the consequences. I've got to watch the Cleveland game live, haven't I? I have to. It's Christmas. It is Christmas. You've Christ- got that
0: excuse for everything you do. It's
1: Christmas. It Chris- While we're talking about Lowry, right, so I don't have to bring him up, like, off my own back. I don't know if I've mentioned this before on here. I think you knew, Ellie, because I put it in the group. But that crazy video where I was pretending to cry by the way a lot of people thought that was genuinely me crying which is really worrying for the state of humanity um (laughs) Lowry Markinen's agent got in touch with me after that and said I uh I love the video so did Lowry if you're ever around Cleveland get in touch and we'll hook you up so that was a really nice touch
0: oh I that? that, yeah that's cool that's good it's good when things don't that. And, and I, I've said it, all social media are probably the best team in the league for recognising fans. Yeah. Um, the Nets are shocking. The Nets are terrible. I don't think I've ever... I've had interaction with all uh, Yes Network and everything. I've like like been on Where Brooklyn out. I've been showed during halftime. And everything. But actually, with the Nets, it's impossible. Which, which is a shame, really. Because I don't even... Like, I don't expect... Much stuff from me because it's kind of a business too. Yeah, but, but, but it's slightly different. Which I use Twitter for more personal interactions, and that's why it's titled as Elliot from Hooper and Luton. Um, so I, I I fully understand, and it. it's why I don't ask many people to do stuff on there because I get that it's a business. But when I don't see teams interacting with like the UK Nets fans or a, any. Team basically interacting with their dedicated UK page, I find it a bit bizarre, and it's a little bit disheartened because it's not hard for them. No, and it's not as if there's hundreds of accounts which are titled UK Chicago Bulls. You get, but it's very rare. probably to, you think of like poor Josh at Utah Jazz. I mean, Utah Jazz don't have any fans outside of Utah, <laughs> so it can't be hard. But like I, I, I. Don't believe there's even another Utah fan in Europe, let alone that, in the UK. That's
1: why. That's why we had to get a non-Utah fan
0: to start the account. <laughs> exactly, but you think they'd share stuff like because they'll notice it, they'll see it. It's not, you know, these Listen, people paid a lot of money to see them. It's strange. I'm
1: 37 years old, right? And on my birthday back in April, I put a picture of my birthday cake that my mum made me. I don't know if you saw it; it was really awesome. It's Chicago skyline and then the Bulls badge on the logo on the on the top, and all all I put was. I didn't tag them or nothing. They follow me, which clang, do you know what I mean? But, which is awesome. They follow. I'm quite, followed
0: by the Sacramento. That is really Rather. weird. That's so weird. I think it's the Kings. I'm sure it's the Kings I'm followed by.
1: But the Bulls follow quite a lot of the people. Obviously, I know G Shack's followed, and there's a few others. Sam Blake got a follow now. There's quite a few of them. The, 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 the social media is brilliant, like you say. So I didn't even tag them, and I just put birthday cake, and I think I hashtag Bulls Nation. And they were straight on it, like "Happy Birthday" and stuff. And I've done the same with Ollie. I put something on Ollie's. Went in his, bought him a. He's got the full Lowry Mark and Uni. Larry was still with us at the time. And I've done it's the not same, dead,
0: mate. It's not dead.
1: Well, sometimes the dead. way people talk about him, actually, I hope Ollie doesn't listen to this. Um, I'm trying to get him an Alex Caruso jersey. <laughs> I'm struggling, but I'm really desperately trying to get him one because i Obviously, I've got to get a custom-made one. But it's it's proving to be a lot more difficult than it should be. But yeah. If anyone knows where I can get a junior size, probably medium, maybe small. He's got a small at the moment. Probably go medium. A junior, this is a massive beg. If anyone can get me a balls. I'll
0: tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Oh
1: really? Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, there we go. Sorted then. (laughs) Right. Well, hopefully, I'll be able to source Ollie because I've got the City Edition Alex Caruso coming hopefully this week. Should be. Let's be honest. We know where that's coming from. It could be next year. But hopefully, my City Edition Caruso will be here this week. So I desperately want to get Ollie one because Ollie will sit and watch a game with me now. And where he used to spot Lowry, because obviously it's been drummed into him, now he is very much on the Caruso bandwagon with his dad. He's only four. But he loves it, and he, the headband. You've probably seen the pictures of him. He's got his own headband and stuff, and he just loves it. So I've got to get him a Caruso jersey. I have to. Um,
0: and I want to see. I want to see then. Ollie send in a Hoopla and Loon Christmas card. They will the actually. I've. The you. Yes, to get them I was
1: just about to talk to you about that. I didn't have them this weekend. Otherwise, they would have been on it. But I'm, I'm picking them up Friday, so I'm going to get them to do one Friday night. Especially Jess. My daughter Jessica will be all over it. She's sick. She loves drawing and design and stuff, so she'll be all over it. Ollie's about as creative as me with stuff like that, so it might just be a scribble. But Jess will probably do you an awesome one, so she can enter it for Ollie. But yeah, next thing, man, just plug yourself away. Obviously, all them jerseys in the background.
0: Yeah, so uh, we have the uh, now annual Christmas Day drop. Coming up, in case anyone didn't know and just wondering who's this random mug like going on in the Forms podcast, I've owned a basketball NBA jersey store called uh, Hooping and Luton. So yeah, currently, I think we're up to 180 now. So 180 new jerseys are dropping on Christmas Day um, wow. at midday. So I'm also a man of the people. So I've given every single person excuse here to get out of peeling spuds, setting the table etc you need to be in line for that drop um, everything i sell is below retail that's the whole mantra of my business is that people are often held to ransom in the uk etc etc you've all heard me go on about it but if you want to steal also get on the website because there's drops going on all the time into the four or five bargain bucket there is oh there was it got snapped up though lorry marketing Got snapped up a couple of weeks
1: ago from the four or five bucket. I saw it hovering in there. By the yeah. way, sorry. Shout out to Sam Blake. Sorry, mate. I've only just seen your comment earlier. He's put, "Will you wear a Lowry jersey for the Cavs game?" Absolutely not, Sam. Don't be so daft. I love Lowry, but come on, man. I'm a Bulls fan more than anything. Sorry. Go on. Go on, El. <laughs> so, hang on. The Lowry jersey got got snapped up. We got. Do we not? Can you say who, or is it all confidential? I know. I don't
0: know who it was. There's still a Cody White in there. City edition. I've seen white. that. The
1: blue one. That's nice.
0: Yep. But the lorry marker then got snapped up. Wow. In fact, I think there was two. I'm sure there were two that got snapped
1: up. Wow. See, yeah, still... there, was definitely two.
0: there was a city edition and
1: a red one. I saw the red one. I didn't see the city. What was it? The blue city one?
0: No, it was the. Um, oh, it was the black. Uh, it was the black Chicago last one. Season.
1: Yeah, the Chicago oh. script without the Nike badge. You... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. Yeah. Like the um, the cinema one, that's it. That's yes. what I see, the yeah, yeah, yeah. nice um, jersey though. But there is a heavy, heavy balls influence in this drop. There is a lot of ball stuff. The Mar de Rosen balls jerseys are in there. Whoa, it been revealed yet. There's, there's your little mic, right?
1: That. Let's have an exclusive. Show me the back of one of those, Al. Let's have an exclusive because I nearly bought a custom one of these, right. But I was worried that got E Kobe was... White, Jumpern. See, yeah, that's nice. That's a lovely... That statement jersey is a beautiful jersey. What's of just... Blake
0: Griffin here too.
1: So here we go. Oh, man. Come on. Oh, man. It's got the small E. What size is that, L?
0: That is a medium.
1: Oh, right. I'm glad then because that's not my size. So go and buy that, people. Christmas Day, you can get... That is nice. So if you've if you got a few Rosens? have they all got the small E?
0: Oh, that's the only
1: division I've got. Oh, okay. Uh, but
0: yeah, we've got we've got your retros. We've got your we've got your Pippin pinstripe champions.
1: Oh, that's just such a nice jersey that is, man.
0: We have got your normal Pippins. We've got some MJ scripts.
1: Awesome jersey.
0: We have got your.
1: I'll tell you what I should have worn. It's not Dwayne Wade, is it? It is Dwayne Wade. Oh it is wow.
0: Yeah, I should have worn that, shouldn't I? Yeah, that's on there. I've
1: got Sam Blake's after an XL or a double XL. Well,
0: you could have a XL authentic Chicago Bulls Michelin Ness.
1: That is beautiful. Jersey. I've got, I've got that jersey, and not one picture I've seen does that jersey justice.
0: You'll have to fight g shirt though.
1: I've got it. What size is that one, L? Uh, the rookie. That's a large. Oh, okay. Sam's after an XL or a double XL.
0: Scotty Pippin. champion, Ooh, with the white writing.
1: That's and nice. And for one season, the
0: white writing. That's nice. We've got Llewell Deng.
1: Oh, my God. What size is the Deng?
0: Deng is a medium champion. Oh, that's all right. It's
1: not my size. The reason I keep saying that's all right, guys, is because I can't keep spending money in hooping and looting like I have been. We've got
0: some D Rose. You've got your D Rose jersey now, haven't you? So
1: I've got the grey sleeve D Rose, and I've also got the green D Rose, the green St. Paddy's Day. I've got that. That's a clean jersey. That is medium and, large. medium and large Zach Levine red jerseys. They are, they are, the Bulls jerseys are so clean. Like all of them are awesome. I love, I'm actually gutted that that Rosen one is a medium. I love that jersey, the white. Love that. Oh.
0: You'll have to um have to get back in the court then, won't you Judge? Just lay
1: off I'll just lay off the spuds the at Christmas bus, and I might be alright.
0: But yeah, so there's a heavy ball's influence. You thought I was lying when I told you that, didn't you? But there was a lot of balls.
1: I didn't think you were lying. I just didn't want it to be true because I haven't got the money to be spending, quite frankly. Yeah, that's awesome. hundred and eighty jerseys, you say.
0: All dropping Christmas Day. That's the moment. And we've still got two weeks. Two and a half weeks, three weeks of deliveries to come. And what time Um, do they drop? Midday.
1: Midday. There you go, folks. Midday. 180 jerseys at least dropping. Loads of balls ones. If you're a medium, if you're a men's medium in these new Nike jerseys, get on there and get that DeRozan, the white balls jersey. DeRozan. It is if you're listening to this on the podcast and you're not watching it, that is so clean. And I am gutted that it's not a large. That is a beautiful jersey.
0: Yeah. And we've also, I know people don't want to hear me going, but we've also got the app dropping in the next couple of weeks. But also, make sure you're following me on Twitter because there's always giveaways. At the moment, I've got some youth jerseys coming in. So we're giving them completely free. All you need to do, get your kid to design a Christmas card. So not only do I give away free jerseys, I give you lots, Half an hour of silence from your annoying little kids. Given some crayons, go up in the corner, draw a picture. Dad's <laughs> trying to watch the basketball, and he might win a free jersey out of it. See, I'm a man of the people. That didn't
1: come it, from me. That quote, just before anyone so starts came, accusing me of being a terrible Michael, father.
0: It came from Michael Jordan. His <laughs> exact words.
1: Yeah, were. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We all remember that. <laughs> Be like
0: your hero. Be like Mike. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, you can tell Ellie ain't got kids.
0: (laughs) That's
1: why he's got all them jerseys in the back. Right, Ellie, thank you so much for joining us, man. Just give your tags, uh,
0: usernames a quick tag as well. Yeah, so Instagram is Hooping and Looting. Twitter is Unlooting and uh, the website is HoopinandLootin.com. There we go.
1: That's on the screens as well. And if you don't know, then where have you been, basically? Because he's he's pretty much everywhere. Can't bloody get rid of him sometimes. But yeah, no, fa- Ellie, thanks for coming on, mate. I really appreciate your time. It's been a, a good old chat. Always love chatting with you, man.
0: Pleasure. Enjoy it, pal. Thank you for uh, thank you for having me on.
1: No worries, man. And good luck with that Christmas Day drop. We will speak well before that, anyway. But um, that is going to be insane. So. Yeah, man. Get get on that, people. That is, that's crazy. Yeah, thanks to everyone joining us, watching live, catching up, or just listening, as always, say it every week, but I, I seriously really appreciate it. You have no idea, and as I said, even if people aren't watching, I get to chat to people like Ellie today and just have a good laugh. So I'm happy. It's a win-win for me. But thanks, everyone, and we should be back next week. I'm waiting on confirmation with a guest, but... Well, I will be back. I've got a couple of other guests... Anyway, so I can bring one of them forward if need be. So we will be back next week. I will confirm the time, but I'll probably aim for 8 o'clock. But yeah, I'll let you know. So thanks again, guys. Enjoy the games this week. Let's see if we can get 2-1, and one, my prediction, or 3-0, and o, Ellie's prediction. I mean, I hope Ellie's right. Like I always say, I will take the loss for the Bulls win. Enjoy your week, guys. Stay safe out there. Peace out.